You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. How do I get more customers? It's such a good question, my friends, which is why I wanted to dedicate two podcast episodes to this one question. It's probably, hands down, the most common question I get asked, and I know that this little two-part series is going to be super duper helpful for y'all. So there is a method to my madness in terms of why it's divided into two parts. And you can always come back and re-listen to all of this. Take notes, get your notebook out, get your notes app out on your phone, come back, re-listen, and listen again. Because this question of how do I get more customers is a question you are going to be asking yourself every single day that you are a business owner. There is no point in time where you ever are not going to be asking this question. Your business is going to rely on continued growth and a continuous stream of new customers coming through the door. One of the common misconceptions that business owners might have as floral designers is, well, I only have to put in the energy and effort in terms of marketing and attracting customers to my business in the early days. And then once I crack that code, I never need to think about it again. Well, my friends, clearly, you know that that's not true. (laughs) And you know that that's not true because you are here. And I will be the one to remind you that you are always going to be marketing your business. Yes, your business and what you offer and the services that you supply to your clients and your customers is going to evolve. And you get to decide when and how and where you evolve those services, what niche you focused in on, who you want your customers to be, but you will always be marketing your business. And in the early days of building your business, you will have felt like, oh, hey, well, I finally received a couple orders or finally got my first couple of wedding inquiries or I finally booked my first workshop. I finally did my first funeral arrangement. I finally did my first insert the blank. And then it's like something flips in your brain where you realize, oh, A, I'm totally capable. I can do this. But then you start to ask bigger questions and you start to say, okay, so I got one booking or I made one order for $100. How do I like amp up the volume? How do I 10x, 100x, 1000x this result? Because clearly I can't make a living off of one or two or three orders a week. 
I really need to dial up the marketing side of things, which is where this podcast series comes in handy. Isn't that just super helpful? I thought so. And that is why I am here, because I wanted to talk you through how to get more customers. Your business, when you're a floral designer, relies on volume. How much volume is going to depend on how much money you want to make and what your average order or average customer expenditure is. It's possible that you want to focus in on $100,000 weddings and you're only going to take two or three a year. It's possible that you want to focus in on $2,000 weddings, but you know you want to take on and you want to build a business that does a hundred of those weddings a year. If you're focused in on everyday flowers, the math is the same, but you might think, okay, how many orders do I need to get in a week to make the income that I want to be making? And having a very clear goal is so incredibly important because when you're in the early days of your business and you start to figure out and you start to see a little bit of momentum and you get your inquiries and you're starting to get a handful of orders through the door, then all of a sudden the light goes off for you and you realize, okay, no, I can do this. People want what I have to offer, but how the heck do I get my name out there? How do I get more orders? How do I get more of this work in the door? How do I supercharge what I've already created and like 10 times it, 100 times it? And that is why we're here. So the reason I am breaking this podcast into two parts is Because before I actually answer the question of how do I get more customers, you are required to answer a prerequisite question for me. It's like playing Monopoly. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not do anything until you answer this question. If you are dying to know the answer to how do I get more customers, I will always come back to you and ask, who are your customers? You need to be crystal clear on who your customers are. Because once you define who your customers are, it becomes almost obvious around how you attract them to your business. Once you've done the work to define who your customer is, Only then can you move on to the how. And friends, it is way easier than you think. But it's so common for business owners and floral designers to sit there and say, well, I don't know where to find customers. I don't know how to attract more customers to my business. Because if you don't have a very clear idea of who your business is in business to serve, you are going to be stuck in a spiral of overwhelm. There is too many possibilities 
too much potential, too many options out in the grand big bad world for your brain to actually comprehend. You want to bring in and create constraints for your brain. You do not want to build a business that caters to every customer out there. And I say that from personal experience. I am exhausted thinking about the days where we said yes to every opportunity that came our way. I am grateful because I learned a crap ton from doing all of those orders, but I am also here to tell you, you don't have to run your business that way. The reason I will tell you and I will ask all of my one-on-one students to very clearly define for themselves who their ideal customer is, is because you as a business owner have a very limited amount of time, energy, and money. It is impossible for you to do everything. And I will tell you, you don't have to do everything. And this is why constraints are so powerful. Constraints actually bring focus and they deliver you results. Let's take the example of a floral designer who wants to focus in on everyday flowers. In the world of COVID, you will understand the value of everyday flowers as a replacement for human beings actually being able to hang out with each other. And so you're going to say, you know what, this may not be what I'm going to do in my business for the rest of my life. But for this season, for this period of time, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to go all in on the world of everyday flowers. When you know and you start to define for yourself who is going to buy your arrangements. Who is that person? My person, when it comes to thinking about who's going to buy everyday flowers, I immediately jump to most likely somebody who's a little bit older, somebody who is affluent, somebody who has money. They cannot travel to meet their loved ones, so they're going to send an abundant bouquet in its place. But They're happy to spend a lot of money on this order, but what they're looking for is convenience and ease of ordering. So you know what? That then leads me to believe and clearly understand as a business owner that, hey, this person, when they're ordering their flowers, is going to want to order them in their own time. And in a world of Amazon, Instacart, Uber Eats, everything gets delivered to your door within 14 seconds of you actually ordering it, your customers expect to be able to order flowers online instantaneously. Once you start to envision for yourself who this ideal customer is, it becomes so clear to you as the business owner where to spend your time and energy and effort. And I will tell you right now, a giant disclaimer and a giant warning. The reason I will always ask my one-on-one students in the earliest days of working together to define their ideal customer is to bring 
focus to all of our energy and effort and our work together. The very first thing you need to do in your business and the very next thing you need to do in your business is sit down and define for yourself who your ideal customer is. For every niche and every service that you provide in your business, you are going to have a different ideal customer. The person who is looking to sign up for a workshop is a different customer than a person who's looking to order flowers online, who might be a totally different customer who actually comes into a shop, who might be a different customer who's going to buy wedding flowers online, and again, a totally different customer who might end up paying for a full service wedding, which is a totally different customer who's going to order a funeral arrangement. So every niche that you're focused in on, I require you to create your own ideal client persona. My friends, if you feel like you are not making progress in your business, I will ask you, do you have a very clear picture of who your ideal client is? The minute you go through this work and you start to understand who your ideal client is, It's like it brings everything into focus. If you've ever gotten your eyes tested, right? And they have that like, is this one clearer than that one? And is this one clearer than that one? And they like give you all these different combinations of pluses and minuses. And I don't even know what fancy technology they use in our glasses these days. But all of a sudden it's like, yes, it's that one. I can finally read that really small type at the top of the optometrist eye chart. That is exactly what happens when you work through and you start to go through the exercises of identifying your customers because then you make decisions in line with what is best for that customer. It completely cuts through all of the confusion and all of the overwhelm because every day you can come back to who your customer is And then when you ask yourself, how do I find more customers? You know, the question is, how do I find more of this person? Because the question is very concrete and specific, your brain is going to be like, oh, well, that's obvious. They go onto Google and they search this and this is what they do. And then they might go to Instagram and these are the hashtags that they're searching. And this is how they order their flowers online. This is how much they're spending. And this is what they're looking for. No, 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 no. It's like all of the dominoes fall in a perfect line once you understand who your ideal customer is and you are going to have a different ideal customer a different customer persona for every niche that you service so if at this moment in time you have a business that has a multitude of services on offer You are going to feel pulled in 1900 different directions and you're not going to be making progress. If you have a business that offers everyday flowers and a shop and wedding packages and full service weddings and funerals and, 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 and you have not done the work to sit down to define for yourself who the customer is for every single one of those services, you are going to constantly feel like you are not making progress in your business. 
If you don't know where to turn next in your business and you don't know where to get more customers, I will ask you, do you know who your dream customer is? If you don't feel like you're making progress in your business, do you have written down, visualized for yourself, a complete persona of who your dream customer is? If you don't feel like you're making progress in your business, more often than not, it's very likely you have not done the work to sit down and identify who your ideal client is. And my friends, it's nowhere near as hard or as onerous as you think. And I will tell you right now, the way I tell all of my students, trust your intuition. You know, just follow the questions that Kathleen asks you in the homework assignment and you will have such a crystal clear idea of who this person is. More often than not, you already know a person in your life who is very similar to your ideal client, or you've already had experience with a customer who's like, oh my gosh, this is my ideal client. But if you have not done the work in terms of defining for yourself who that is, then it's going to be so confusing and so overwhelming for you. So the reason I am breaking this How Do I Find More Customers podcast into two series is, is, into a two-part series, is because you need to sit down and define who your customer is. And if you're currently offering a multitude of services, then you need to sit down and define for yourself who your customer is for every niche that you want to serve. If you're doing weddings from a small scale or wedding package point of view, you're going to have a totally different customer than if you're doing full service weddings. If you're jumping into the world of everyday flowers, you're going to have a different customer again. If you're offering Christmas workshops, spring workshops, autumn wreath workshops, totally different customer. But the exercise of defining who and creating an actual persona of who your dream customer is, is so powerful to bring focus to your energy and efforts. Once you have a really clear idea of who, like an actual envisioning who this person is and written out for yourself who this person is, then ask yourself, how do I get more of these customers, you will know the answer because you've answered the prerequisite question. How do I get more customers requires you to define who your customer is. And because I want to make sure this is as helpful for you as possible, I am going to talk you through the exact questions that I have my students answer when we are working together to build their business. Are you ready? Have you got a pen and a piece of paper? Or open a Google Doc? Or hit pause and come back and listen to this when you're not in the car driving back from the market because that, my friends, is dangerous. But literally, these are the questions that you need to ask And these are the questions that you need to answer. One, is your dream customer male or female? 
How old are they? Where do they live? And with whom? Where do they work? How do they get to and from work? What does a typical work week or day look like for them? How much money do they or possibly their entire household earn in a year? How do they spend their time off? What do they do for fun or relaxation? What kind of personality do they have? What brands do they associate with? Remember, I will tell you there is no wrong answer to any one of these questions, but the work comes in actually answering the questions. If you don't feel like you're making progress in your business and you're continually asking yourself, how do I attract more customers? Make sure you have a really clear idea of who your customers are. When I work with my students, I also ask them to jump over to Pinterest and create a visual representation of who this person is. I will also suggest them that they actually give them a name and like channel your seven-year-old self and your invisible friend persona and sit down and pretend like you're going to have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and start to ask yourself and start to have a conversation with your invisible friend ideal customer what their thoughts are, what their questions are about ordering flowers, think about how they might go about ordering flowers, what point and what decision-making points are important to them, what are they looking for in a floral designer, how do they evaluate their options. Like literally, I want you to create as clear a picture for yourself of who this person is. I did this exercise for both our wedding business and customers ordering flowers online through the website and it made marketing so much simpler. It made showing up on Instagram so easy because I so clearly understood exactly what mattered to her. I knew what I needed to say to tell her it's totally okay. You don't need to know anything about wedding flowers. You just need to come prepared with your questions. Let's sit down. Bring your mom. Bring your dad. I don't care. Let's have a conversation. I'm going to tell you what's worth spending money on. I'm going to tell you what not to worry about. And if you're thinking about the world of everyday flowers and trying to think about who my ideal client is, and I go, oh, it's clearly my dad. He's going to spend quite a bit of money, but the ease of evaluating the catalog and the checkout process is so incredibly important because he's going to order flowers at like five o'clock in the morning on the day that he wants them to be delivered. But he's not shy about spending money. He just needs to know that the checkout process is really simple. He needs to understand what he's buying and the price points need to be chunky. Easy. Seriously, my friends, if you don't feel like you are gaining traction in your business, sit down and create a persona of who your ideal customer is. Go so far as to name them. Find a picture on Pinterest of who this person is and keep them in the forefront of your brain anytime you are working on your business. Because what this does is it gives your brain focus and concrete guidance in terms of, okay, now, I have this persona of who my ideal customer is. How do I go about connecting my business to where they are searching for flowers? You can't answer the question of how do I get more customers or how do I get my name out there if you don't know who your customers are. 
So if you're currently dancing around and feeling like you're trying all the things, but nothing's working, I will ask you, do you have a crystal clear picture of who your ideal customer is? And remember, you're going to have a different customer persona for every niche of your business. The persona that I created for my ideal bride, her name is Jess. She's a teacher. She lives with her partner in a one bedroom apartment in Sydney, Australia. Her wedding day is a celebration that extends over the full weekend. She is so excited about getting married at one of Australia's premier wedding venues. It is going to be a small intimate gathering and it's only going to be her best and most favorite people. She's incredibly excited about the hair and makeup experience. She's nervous about getting her picture taken. She's already preempting the fact that her mom is going to irritate her. She's really happy to spend money on the venue, really good food, great music, beautiful photographer. She only has one bridesmaid who is her childhood best friend. She did not even ask her sister to be her bridesmaid. She's totally indifferent to wedding cake. And in actual fact, she's wearing white Converse shoes, a beautiful multi-thousand dollar wedding dress from Grace Loves Lace and a vintage leather motorcycle jacket. My friends, can you see from that picture alone of who that person is, how easy it is to understand how to attract that customer to your business. Taking it to a totally different space from an I'm going to order flowers online. It might be that her name is Anne and she lives up in Sydney, but her mom lives down in the Highlands. Anne is in her 40s and her mom is in her late 60s, early 70s. She lives over in Burdu and it's a little bit fancy. It's not gated, but her mom's lovely. She has a beautiful garden and she wants to send flowers to her mom because it's her birthday and she has to work. It's on a weekday. She is going to come down this weekend. They are going to have a big to do. It's going to be beautiful, but she just wants to send something beautiful to her mom. She's going to spend $250 on an arrangement. She's not really fast on the flowers, but in her direction, she's going to say no gerberas, please. She is going to Go check out our Instagram, see what's in season, see what's around. Probably just place the designer's choice arrangement online. She might pick a color palette, but in the comments, she's going to say no gerbros. And she's going to say, I kind of like what you posted on the 16th of April. Thanks. Love you guys. Create a persona of who your ideal client is. And then build your business around that person. If you don't do the work around identifying who your ideal client is, you're going to feel pulled in 14 different directions. You're going to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. And you're going to feel like you are not making progress in your business. So if you are one of the designers out there who feels like they're not making progress in their business, I will ask you, have you sat down and defined for yourself who your ideal client is? And I will give you permission. It does not matter what the work is you created up until this moment in time. 
It does not matter if you built a business that catered to a totally different niche up until this moment in time. It does not matter if you finish your qualification, haven't started your qualification, haven't signed up for that workshop, haven't done this thing over there, feel like you still need more expertise. Who do you want to serve? What kind of customer do you want to build your business around? Be selfish, be ambitious, and know that you can build your business now with that person in mind. You just need to give yourself permission to do so. You don't need any more expertise. You don't need any more qualifications. You don't need anything to change around you. You need to decide for yourself right now who your business is in business for. And I really recommend that you sit down and you do this work. Create a full, detailed, articulate persona. Write a day in the life. Write a story. Go over to Pinterest and create a mood board of who this person is so that it is ingrained in your brain. Create a persona. Name this person. Write out for yourself what a typical day is like for him or her. Keep that persona handy Anytime you're asking the question, how do I get my name out there or how do I attract more customers to my business? You will know the answer, but you have to do the work around defining who your ideal customer is. If you don't feel like you are making progress in your business, Sit down and define and revisit for yourself who your ideal customer is. And for those of you who feel like you've already done this exercise, you already have a really clear idea, I will ask you, when's the last time that you revisited that? Have you created an ideal client persona for every niche that you provide services for? Have you looked back at your ideal client persona in the last four to six weeks? I am telling you guys, I go back and I like channel my ideal clients almost every single day. It's how I am able to show up on Instagram and continually provide content that is relevant. It is how I know what to think about and what to talk about on my next podcast episode. It's how you build a successful business. Spend less time focused on yourself and more time focused on your customers and the money will follow. You build your business so that it is the best business to serve your dream customers and they will love working with you. Spend more time hanging out with your invisible friend, ideal client, and less time worrying about yourself, less time comparing yourself to somebody else's ideal on Instagram. Less time telling yourself it's not working. There is somebody out there who is your ideal client who is waiting to hear from you. They are waiting to work with you. They want what you have to offer. Step number one and your homework from this week's podcast episode is to sit down and create a persona of who your ideal customer is. Get as detailed as you possibly can. Close your eyes and think about how a typical day is in their life. 
go to Pinterest, create a mood board, name your clients, and then once you've done that work, ask yourself, how do I go about getting that customer? How do I go about getting in front of where that customer is when they are actively seeking out floral design services? If you have never answered the question, who is my ideal client? My friends, there has never been a better time. Today is a great day to sit down and do this exercise. And people, I know it might sound like some big onerous thing, but I am telling you, 15 minutes. You can get that exercise done in 15 minutes. Trust your intuition. Do not overthink it. Whatever comes into your head is perfect. Do not overthink this work and do not skip this work. This is so incredibly important and it's exactly why it's the first question I ask all of my one-on-one students. When they submit their onboarding questionnaire, it literally says, do you feel you have a good understanding of who your ideal client is? 99% of the time, the answer is no. So don't feel that you are alone if you don't have a clear idea of who your ideal client is. My friends, you are not the only one. In fact, I would wager that 99.99999% of you do not have a clear understanding of who your ideal client is, which is fine. Because that is precisely why you are here today. And in next week's podcast episode, I am going to talk you through, once you've identified your ideal client, what you do with that information. Because it's very possible that your brain is like, well, this is a super fluffy, fun exercise, Kathleen, but what the crap do I do with this? Which is perfect. Because that's what I'm going to talk you through next week. So your homework assignment for this week is to create an identity, a persona, an avatar, whatever you want the word to be, of who your ideal customer is. And remember, if you have a multitude of niches that you serve, you're going to have an avatar, a persona, an identity, a description of your ideal client for every single one of those niches that you provide services for. And my friends, as always, if you would like my assistance, my help, my guidance in helping sort through this work, submit your application to my one-on-one program. Let's get you hitting the ground, running, making more money, building your dream business inside my one-on-one program. I like to describe it to my students like there are four main aspects. There is a private online community that is only available to my students. And if you ever feel like you want to meet and hang out with people who are just like you and me, they're all waiting for you inside my private community. There are so many beautiful, ambitious, incredibly, like ridiculously intelligent floral designers out there all navigating all the craziness trying to sort through exactly how they want to make money and we're all here to help and in addition to my private community there is a whole suite of online courses 
you get my business masterclass, Instagram masterclass, website masterclass, wedding inquiry masterclass, and I'm going to be adding in how-to tutorials around search engine optimization, more guiding principles around setting goals, deconstructing finances, understanding the numbers. There's so much to learn inside my online classroom. The third thing that comes with my one-on-one private community is that you get direct access to me all day, every day to answer all of your questions. One of my greatest ambitions is to make sure that floral designers do not feel like they need to struggle alone. It was awful in those first few years of building this business when I walked around thinking I was the only one. Everyone else shows up on Instagram with all of their perfectly curated photos and all of their perfectly coiffed, look at me, I'm so busy and I'm fucking spectacular. And our brains like to think that then we are the only ones. My friends, you are not the only one. In actual fact, you're part of this trusted tribe of amazing floral designers who are ambitious and incredibly smart and infinitely capable but you get to have direct access to me via the chat functionality so that you can ask all of the questions, so that you can reach out on the days when you feel like it's not working, so that you can always have a virtual hug anytime you like. And then in addition to the private online community, like-minded flower fairies, all of my online courses and trainings, direct access to me via chat, we have eight weeks of one-on-one sessions so that we can get down to business. We get to sit down and it's a totally safe and sacred space and we get to answer and ask all the questions and sort through the mindset piece of the puzzle. This is what makes this program so incredibly unique because as you know, I am more than happy to hand out all of the how-tos. I will literally map out for you. This is exactly what you need to say on Instagram. This is how you need to set up your website. Literally hand you over all the templates when it comes to navigating wedding inquiries. And in fact, I will show you exactly how to successfully sell wedding packages online. Easy. But you are going to be confronted with every single limiting belief that you could possibly imagine. You are going to need to learn to navigate being a human being. And that is where the power comes, because you get to learn the skill of managing your own mindset. You get to understand the power of your own thinking. And I get to hold your hand as we create your next version of your business. And I get to hold your hand while you sort through the development of your next identity. Because that process is what feels so uncomfortable as a business owner. If you want to create results you've never created before, you need to learn to believe things you've never believed before. And that requires an identity shift. And it can feel fucking awful. It can feel horrible because it is so incredibly uncomfortable because it is so much easier for you to stay in your bubble of confusion and overwhelm and uncertainty than it can feel for you to put yourself out there. But I've got you.
I am with you every single step of the way. And I know exactly what it feels like to be in your shoes. And my friends, if you have any questions about signing up for my one-on-one program, send me a message on the Instagram and let's get to work. You can make really good money in this industry. And I am here to help. And my friends, please make sure you do this work around defining and creating a persona for who your dream customer is, because it's going to help bring all of your marketing efforts into alignment. Do the work, keep going, and you can do this. My friends, have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you again next week, and we'll talk more about how to get your name out there and how to attract more customers to your business. Have a beautiful week, my friends, and I will talk to you again shortly. Bye for now.